Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. We have all heard the Christian life compared to a race. And one of the most famous passages in scripture that we will look at today talks about that reference, refers to the Christian life as a race. And you've probably also heard the idea that if the Christian life is a race, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. And you think about a marathon, one one thing that is designed to test is endurance. On the other hand, you know, we just had the Olympics recently. You think about the 100-meter dash. It's not a a test of endurance. It literally lasts for the men less than 10 seconds. It is a test of of speed and quickness. But a marathon, 26.2 miles, it's not just how fast can you go. It's can you keep doing that over an extended period of time. And that's much more of what the Christian life is like. It will take endurance. Well, where is that going to come from so that we can run with endurance and we can finish the race well? Well, we'll find a few things today. Let's start in Luke chapter 11, verses 1 through 8. And here we see endurance in prayer. And we're going to need to see prayer is one of the things that we need to endure in. And I firmly believe prayer is one of the things that will help us endure. And beginning of verse Verse 1 of chapter 18, Jesus says, And he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. Keep praying. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. And he tells a story of this judge that wasn't a good guy. But this widow kept coming to him and asking for justice. And the judge gives her her request, not because he's a good guy, but because he wants her to go away. I'm going to give you what you want. So you, you stop bugging me. And Jesus sums up at the end, starting in verse six, hear what the unrighteous judge says, and will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on earth? So there we see God does want to answer our prayers, but we do get a sense we need to keep praying. And that there's really a challenge there in verse 8. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? When the Son of Man comes, are you going to be continuing to seek him? Or are you going to have given up? That's, I think, the challenge there of verse 8. So are you enduring in your prayers? And here, I think we get some sense, and if we also think about how Jesus teaches us to pray, what kind of things should we be enduring in prayer for, right? This isn't some wish list of all our, you know, wildest hopes and dreams that we need to keep uh, praying for necessarily. Uh, Here, it even talks about justice. You know, will not God give justice to his elect? And so there might be some situations in life where you feel like you are, have been treated wrongly. And that is a situation where you should cry out to God. And you should note that that's not always, oh, I prayed once and poof, it all went away. No, Jesus is even telling us, hey, keep praying and don't lose heart. And think about the other things Jesus teaches us to pray for, uh, just for his name to be honored, for his kingdom to come, for his will to be done. These are things that we should continually pray for. 
I don't know how many testimonies I've heard where uh, part of the testimony is one person that had kept praying for a long time. In many testimonies, even decades, there was somebody who kept on praying. That's the kind of people we need to be. And also don't lose heart in praying for yourself and praying for yourself in the right way. Think if we are seeking to grow in the Christian life, there's going to be areas of our life where we want to grow and maybe we're not growing as much as we would like. And and that's a source of frustration in our Christian life. In those times and in those places, continue to seek the Lord. Pray and don't lose heart. Keep praying for God to help you in certain ways or to help you uh, when you're tempted by certain things or to help your attitudes in certain situations. We ought always to pray and not lose heart. And that's one of the basic things we've got to keep doing if we want to keep running. Uh, And that's one of the things that we've really got to be intentional about. We will not finish the race if we are not committed to continuing in prayer. And so in faith, that's the challenge again of verse eight, will he find faith on earth? Where's our faith? The level of our faith will often be shown in our prayers. So let's keep praying. And even just on that note, we briefly uh, look at Psalm 105 and just looking at five verses today, verses 34 through 38. But again, I just want to point out, this is uh, really going back to the Exodus and talking about God's deliverance from the land of Egypt. And here it even talks about the, the end of the plagues, even striking down of the firstborn, and then bringing Israel out. And it ends with them departing from Egypt. And so as you think about that, remember going even all the way back to Exodus, that even that was an answer to prayer. Now, they had been there for centuries. But when God tells Moses, hey, you're going to go, He says, I've heard their cries. And so let that be an example of persistence in prayer. I doubt you're going to be praying for something for centuries because you won't live that long. But God didn't ignore his people. He answered them. And so let that even be an encouragement to us as we think about prayer. But also as we think about endurance, let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 4. And here you see one of those amazing statements uh, comparing the Christian life to a race as Paul, as we see, this is where we clearly see in this passage, he is expecting that he is about uh, to die. In verse six, he says, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge will award to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing. And here, uh, you you can see part of his motivation to finish the race and to fight the good fight is he's looking past this life to the reward. And that's also something that is essential for us if we are going to run with endurance. And even that's the example of Jesus. He looked past the cross to the reward. And we need to be able to look through the sufferings of this life and even the sufferings that will be involved in living a faithful Christian life. And we need to look for that crown of righteousness. And we need to be those people that, as Paul says, the the people that love his appearing. And so we see some ways that we're called to endure. He encourages Timothy, exhorts him really to preach the word in season and out of season. And that's a good word for all of us. 
especially for those of us who have the responsibility of preaching the word. It is something we must do faithfully and not tell people what they want to hear, but to say what the Bible says. And that's where I think it applies to all of us, where whether you are teaching and preaching God's word or not, what kind of appetite do you have? Are you somebody that wants to hear the word, wants to dig into the word, and even wants to be convicted by the word? Or are you one of the people described here in verse 3 as those who have itching ears that accumulate teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths? Uh, that that should be a warning for us as well, that we should want to hear the truth and realize the truth isn't always going to feel good to us. There's times where it will convict us. And if we ever feel like we're surrounded by everybody that's just patting us on the back and telling us how amazing we are, that should be a red flag for us. And, and verse five, I think, is one of the most important verses for any Christian and anybody that's serving Uh, the church or ministry in any capacity. It says, as for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. So there we see uh, just no matter what's happening, keep a clear head, uh, endure hardship, uh, keep on making sure you're sharing the gospel and, and be faithful to serve. No matter what's happening, may those things be true of us. And another thing that should encourage us down that road and um, help us to uh, to endure and to keep doing those things is the precious truth that Paul states. You might have missed it as you get into all the names at the end of this chapter, but 2 Timothy 4 verse 18 says, The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and bring me safely into his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Do you have that confidence this morning? that the Lord will rescue you from every evil deed and will bring you safely into his heavenly kingdom? Well, hopefully, as we think about that precious statement, it does cause our hearts also to say, to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Finally, let's look at Proverbs 23 through 25. And just picking out a couple of the Proverbs here, there's so much going on in these chapters. One is a good follow-up to yesterday. We kind of focused on work ethic and um, and finances as part of what we saw in the book of Proverbs. Note this verse to follow up what we talked about yesterday. Uh, it's Proverbs 23, verse 4. Do not toil to acquire wealth. Be discerning enough to desist. So here we really get a good and balanced view of work and its connection to money. And we've clearly seen that it is not wrong to work hard uh, to earn uh, money and really to provide for yourself and to be generous towards others. In fact, that's what it often says. Hey, the the one that's diligent has everything that they need. Uh, The one that is lazy does not. And that's something that we need to note. Um, as we think through this, but here we see a warning, don't toil to acquire wealth. If just getting rich is your goal for working hard, God's going to say, you should think twice about that. And even you should be discerning enough to desist. And that's also a warning we saw in first Timothy, the desire to be rich, the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. No, we should work hard and we should want to provide for our families, for those that we have a responsibility to provide for. We should want to be generous and to take care of others. And those are good reasons to work hard. But if the goal is just to be rich 
No, there's no end to that road because you will never, if that's your goal, you will never be rich enough and you will always want more. So be discerning enough, as it says here, to desist. The other verse I want to point out is one that often convicts me reading through the book of Proverbs, and that is Proverbs 24.10. It says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And there's moments in life where we faint, and obviously not physically, um, but we kind of pass out spiritually in a tough time. And when that happens, what we often are tempted to do is make all kinds of excuses and say, I can't handle this and because of this or that. When here it's saying your strength is small. And that's where we should maybe, when we see ourselves faint in the day of adversity, we need to go to God and say, God, help me get stronger. And that's really going to lead us back to where we started with, it's going to lead us back to prayer and persistent prayer. God, help me to grow, help me to get stronger in my faith and get stronger as a Christian. So I hope you are encouraged to run the race that is set before you today. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.